And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. Hello. There we go. There we go. I think the battery was... So I just have to sit here with this uh, umbilical cord on for a bit. <laughs> no, that's fine. I got to do it every freaking week. Dude, that collection behind you is so insane. Oh, well, thanks. Um, that, like, how, what's on that shelf? How many... Like, is that just all uh, independent artists? It's mostly. Like, yeah. I've actually been like... I've been talking to a couple people about it. I'm kind of going through a clear out of yeah. um, of retail stuff that I'm still interested in it, but it doesn't it doesn't like spark that like oh this is amazing kind of yeah. thing as much anymore. And um, there's obviously stuff I'll keep. There's like vintage stuff. There's like some um, space precinct, yeah. um, 1990 or 2049 or something that. I'll keep those and the adventure people and like actual like solid vintage things. Mm -hmm. But um, it's mostly turning into independent stuff. Yeah. Um, And it's um, this is like I had a small collection before getting into this whole scene. Yeah. But it's it's kind of (laughs) snowballing. The scene has a tendency to do that to you. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it's fun. It's like it kind of makes it interesting where it's like a bunch of people who are creating things kind of. I I feel like it's been talked about um, by you and a lot of other guests in the past where it's like the cycle of hundred dollars, hundred dollar bill that just circles (laughs) around. But it's like like we joke about it, but I think there's there's like a legit nice thing about that because it is like all these people who are creating things appreciating what other people are creating. Yeah. The damaging, this is the secret to this whole passing the hundred dollars thing. I found out (laughs) the damaging thing to this community is if someone buys, like, let's say you have a toy for a hundred bucks, I pay you for it and you get that hundred dollars. And then you spend that hundred dollars outside of the toy world. It's like, Oh, it's like, you ruined it. What? You just broke the cycle. Yeah, you're like, you're not supposed to pay your bills with that. You're supposed to share that. What are you doing? <laughs> I, yeah, I have found that, um, you know, I, I I don't know. You know you've you met Barrio Boba or heard of him? Uh, no, yeah, but I know who, I know him and, and about so, him and stuff. He's a cool dude. He's funny. He, he calls me on my uh, shit a lot about like collecting and stuff because I, if you listen to the early episodes, I always was like, I'm not a collector. This is just not what I do. 
And then as I progressed and I bought every single wave of his and I just continued to buy toys or people would send them to me. Now I'm a collector, but I'm bored with the retail stuff. And I just want to see what people are making. Yeah. And so and, um, he ruined me. It's his fault. <laughs> hey, hey, if someone's going to ruin you, it'd be hard to find somebody better to do it. <laughs> I know. I know. He's one of my favorite artists, too. And it's like if he made it would just be so much easier if he one time just made garbage work. So I could be like, oh, I'm not spending oh, money pet. on him. It's like, oh, I can I can sit this one out. You're like, right. Otherwise. But in the real world, you're like, ah, I gotta, I gotta get this one yeah, too. But he can't help me out and he keeps making good work. So then I gotta just tell my wife, yeah. more money's going out. It happens. Yeah. Uh so I'm stoked that you're on because you have like on my shelf one of my favorite pieces. Well, thank you. And I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like I just love anything that has to do with dinosaurs, and you rocked the freaking house with this dinosaur piece. Yeah, these these dino people are um like it's just there's something that just kind of tickles me yep. where it's just like oh this like this whole concept of everyday people or yeah. everyday jobs that oh it's a dinosaur doing it. It's like it's absurd, it's yep. kind of silly, but it's just it's just that thing that it makes me very happy to see them and to make them and the response that they've been getting from people just really, I can't say thanks enough for um, what other people have been saying about them and the, and the support I've received for them. But it's um, yeah, it's great. It's like, that's that I think is what really kind of put me on the radar of, of a lot of people was this, this whole dinosaur thing. And um, which is it's all full circle is when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a paleontologist and like dinosaurs have always have never lost their cool for me. And um, yeah, just to to do something that it's like it's not. Is what am I thinking of? It's it's not something that's never been done, but it's not as common that it's like the the anthropomorphic dinosaurs where it's like oh you take something that's this lumbering four-legged giant beast and it's like oh now it's this little person yeah and it's just like there there's character to them and so um and like the adventure people line which i already really liked Mm -hmm. is like the perfect base for that because it's just like here's a whole line of action figures that's just man in a suit yeah firemen businessman like it's not (laughs) it's not action heroes it's not superheroes it's not it's nothing like the craziest they got were spaceman and like the x-ray people like that's otherwise it was pretty pretty like yeah that's that's somebody you see on the street corner (laughs) yeah uh before we go any further i have to have you introduce yourself for toys on tap so can you do that real quick and then we'll dive right back in. sure um i'm brett amy um most people who are going to be listening to this know me as general porpoise oh my gosh. and um that's there's a whole story behind that name we can get into if if we want to but um i just make uh make little figures in my little basement studio and just um looking to just 
get them in front of as many people as possible and just share what I'm interested in and just feed off of feed off of that whole creative process that we're all going through and uh, take it from there. I uh, thank you. I, you know, I always screw that up because I get so invested in the story right away. So it's like (laughs) editing. I have to like move that up because there's like 30 minutes sometimes before. Um, What is interesting about your dinosaur pieces? I I don't know how old you are. I'm 31. Um, I'm 40. Okay. So So in the 90s, there was this, I don't remember what the show was called. Dinosaurs or something. The ABC sitcom uh, like with the big like uh Earl construction Sin- I think worker? it was like yeah yeah Earl Sinclair and um yeah e. So e. Richfield those guys yeah and the second I saw your toy come out I was like yep this is this is the line I've waited for because it's better than that show yeah and I, like I watched that show so much that's sort of where a lot of these ideas have come from is yeah. that it's like because there were some toys from that but they're I never had them. They're boring. Um, they're boring. I think like they're just static, mm-hmm. static um, sculpture kind of toys, which, which is fine, but it's like, they're not a, they're not a toy that somebody my age when the show came out would have wanted to play with. Right. And it's like, cause I, that was maybe when I was in junior high or something and it's like, Oh, I want a toy. And they're just like, they did the McDonald's thing and they did a couple other yeah. things, but they really wasn't much. And that's like with the 30 plus years that have passed since that show came out it's like those still hold like a very dear place for me where it's like these silly characters yeah um that they're these dinosaurs in mundane everyday jobs that we all do and they're still compelling and so it's like i'm actually bit of a preview that i'm actually working on something that's kind of a direct corollary to the the factory boss um nice from that show so um <laughs> it's uh the tricera boss is yeah is going to be forthcoming and so i'm working on some stuff for that and um got a whole not a ton but a handful of new ideas for that whole um series of guys yeah. guys and gals just a whole world. What, yeah. What is crazy? Like, there's so many different adventure people. Like, I have, I yeah. use them all the time for customs to make people into toys. And so, to think about how many dinosaur people you're going to make or could make, holy hell. Yeah. I've got um, like four or five kind of written down on paper right now. Yeah. What one's kind of in process, and then the rest are just kind of up here. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how quickly I can process these and and get them to be a reality. But um, but yeah, that's sort of what I'm kind of honed in on at the moment. So you already mentioned it a little bit. Of course, we're gonna have to know why General Porpoise. You you posted there was something uh, on either on your story today or something, and it was just a large scale version of your logo, like the dolphin with the yeah. general hat. And I, it's impressive. That's such an impressive <laughs> logo. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks. Um, that particular one that was um, uh, that I posted today. That's yeah. actually done by. That's a version that I had somebody do for me. Um, 
I think they might have changed their Instagram handle. Um, I'd have to double check what it is, but um, to kind of do a different take on the Porpoise logo that I already had, because mm-hmm. where Porpoise came from is uh, I can't do the math, but a number of years ago, around 2006 or so, um, shortly after college, I had a band with a couple couple friends from the neighborhood and my brother. We were it was like this kind of jammy funk band. Yeah. And um we were untitled for a while. Okay. And one night after some basement show somewhere, we were sitting in someone else's basement and there was I who knows why, but there was a crate of safety glasses sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. And they were these like kind of rainbow colored just this big box of them and they had this little label on each one that said um not for industrial use for general purpose use only and somebody made the offhand comment about like oh general purpose you mean like a dolphin commanding an army (laughs) (laughs) and and as silly as that sounds like that's where it came from and it stuck yeah and so that's like we turned the band into general porpoise and then life takes its course and everybody goes their separate ways and kind of um sat unused for a while and when i started um making these toys and actually like putting a public face to it i was originally gonna just use my name Mm -hmm. and just kind of or some some version of it but then i was like oh i've been sitting on this this name for 10 plus years and i had the the logo like i drew the band's logo back when we were a band yeah and so i was like oh i've got this great logo it's such a great name it's silly but it's kind of cool at the same time and like a couple other people like my wife and like my brother were like oh yeah you definitely have like duh just use general purpose <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um so so yeah just kind of like revamped it a little bit so that it looked a little more um fresh and clean than than the hand-drawn one i did a bunch of while ago and that's where general purpose came from <laughs> you sat on general purpose from 2000 like from like 2006 until what 2021 and somehow that was still in the forefront of your brain and you had the design and you (laughs) like what how how did you recall that so easily that's um well i to be fair it's like i've i've used that as like it's not my universal handle but okay like i i've used it here and there for like like steam username or yeah I, i actually had this instagram account like in 2011 or so mm-hmm. as general purpose and i i created it for some totally unrelated reason that i never followed through on and d- then it sat until almost a year ago not being yeah. used and so i was able to like recover i was luckily still had the email address associated with it yeah so i recovered i was able to recover access to the account and just sort of it was all there waiting for me jeez which is great like thankful 
I'm thankful that it was waiting for you because all of us yeah. love the title and the name and all of that. Yeah. At, uh, what's interesting for me too is watching you as an artist. Um, from what I can see from Instagram posts, which it could go a little older, 2021, the end of 2021 is when you start making toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like following ahead. COVID. So like during lockdown and all that stuff, no experimentation. Yeah, was, no, that I <laughs> I kind of took a different course than than a lot of folks who are who are yeah. doing this these days. Where like um, COVID, like the onset of COVID was yeah. when most people kind of like, all right, I'm I'm diving into this and and getting going. Whereas like it it was sort of the ease off, where it's like, oh, there's a little more. I have a little more time at this because yeah. I've, I've two kids, um, two and five or almost five. And so it's like COVID for us. It's like, Oh, it was, we, we were, um, a lot more fortunate than, than others where it's like, Oh, we weren't, we weren't affected that much because my wife works were moved home from work pretty early and I was stay at home dad. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, kids were young so they weren't they didn't go home from school like that so not a lot changed for them and so we just did a whole bunch of that stuff to just kind of keep things keep things going for them and our second was born like a month in Mm -hmm. covid so it's like oh so it was like oh this whole whole starting kind of relearning being a parent again with number two yeah was happening at during covid so it's like all right we're just going to do this for a while. And then as things kind of eased off, it's like had a little more time to. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, the galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have an engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved in DOV2. Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE toys! Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures! DKE! Experiment with things, and um, so yeah, I kind of came into it a little later um, and kind of. Um, what am I thinking? Um, some friends of mine from from back at college who I'm still really good friends with. Um, they, they, we've all talked a lot about different toys and mm-hmm. he's like, this one friend of mine is super collector. Like he's got a, like this times 10. Holy like, crap. And um, like, he's got almost every Superman ever made. Yeah. Uh, that's like his main thing is like, get all the superman and like he can he's uh encyclopedia of toy knowledge like it's like oh yeah i know that line da, 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 da. and so we've always talked about stuff and while i was not as much of a collector as he was we shared this interest and um both of us went to art school and yeah. had experience in mold making and casting things just not necessarily this end result Mm-hmm. and um so he had made a couple figures there's a few 
there's a few interspersed in there that he made mm-hmm. that are kind of like I joked about it with someone recently that like they're in the go bag that yeah. if <laughs> if something ever happened it's like I can't take everything yeah I can gotta, grab those gotta, I it's like gotta grab those go because yeah. it's like that's like what really started it yeah and like there's we were always joke about like when they do these releases these like limited release the artificial scarcity of um modern toy releases yeah and missing out on things and it's like oh we should just make our own kind of thing it's like we'll just make what we want kind of thing like and so we started doing that and for me it just sort of snowballed into oh well instead of just making a different color of this other toy why don't Mm -hmm. i actually make actual new toys sort of like what my friend was doing and so it's just sort of grew out of that and um to what you see today yeah which is like what a cool way to start to start with um like a friend or something i think the problematic piece of starting in the pandemic is um you were kind of alone and so you burned through material so quickly. You like wherever you could find stuff, you were just using whatever. Um, if people helped you or sent you stuff, it didn't matter because we couldn't go to the store to get it. So it really, who cares? <laughs> I just remember so much of that stuff. But that's I'm that's stoked. Or I'm stoked to see that you started okay. not only did you start like so recently, but right after you start, all of a sudden it seems like you were casting. I looked at some of those castings and looked at some of those, like they look so clean. Is that just like, you're only posting the good ones. Um, there, there are some stinkers. Um, okay. like I, I, and like, um, there have been a few, a few people have commented on that. That it's like, Oh, it's like, seems like just kind of came out of nowhere kind of thing. And yeah. And to a degree that's, that's true. At least in, in like this specific toy sense, but um like what i it's i i try to it, it's hard to figure out a way to to talk about it like i don't mean to sound like i know what i'm doing kind of thing mm-hmm. like that um but when when i was in school which granted was a long time ago it's like <laughs> i graduated in 2004 yeah um from college and what I focused on while I was in in school was metal casting and foundry work and um, did a lot of mold making. Then it was large scale. Mm-hmm. And um, the professor I had who to this day is like one of the defining like influences in my entire like creative career. Yeah. Um, he introduced us to smooth on back then. Okay. Like he was he was kind of a big evangel for them as like here's this company. I was out in like western New York. It's like here's this company that's from Pennsylvania and only like where I live now it's 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And like he he kind of extolled the virtues of like this is like this is kind of where things are going. Like they yeah. were, it was it was pretty well used at the time but not as known. Was it pretty and, new? around like just in that area as far as i know it was but i could be way off on that i don't yeah. i i hesitate to say concretely one way or the other but um 
And so like I had this and then I I'm also like a, a potter and mm-hmm. I did um, did mold making with clay and things like that. And I've still I still do clay work. So yeah. it's not something that's that's really shown up on on my Instagram at all. Yeah. But um, so when I kind of got the bug to kind of shift into this lane, mm-hmm. it's like I still. I feel like it was a little, it's like, it's cheating a little bit. Cause it's like, Oh, I'm this new guy. But it's like, I still had, it's like, I kind of started with a leg up and that it's like, I, I had these skills that I had to relearn them, mm-hmm. but it's like, Oh, the ideas of like how to orient something so that stuff pour pours and fills nicely without bubbles and this and that, where it's like, so I had to, it was more of a kind of cleaning myself up than like mm-hmm. getting to the point where it's like, Oh, this is, this is a clean cast. This is something where it's like, Oh, I don't know. I, I hope that makes sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. You um, had like, you got the leg up, which is nice that like one of the things that helped me burn through all that stuff was bubbles. 100%. Yeah. And so yeah, you, you hit those things. And it's like, all right, you got to figure out how to, yeah, how to deal with them. And um, I, I jumped into like I, I tried a, like a little bit without mm-hmm. a pot, and it was just like I'm done. Like I, I was yeah. too frustrated. I was like, all right, I, I could, I could fuss around to figure because there's I've seen people who they're casting without a pressure pot, and it's amazing. Like the. Yep. the the results they're getting, I was like, I still can't do that. Like mm-hmm. I, like given as much time as I've spent on this and everything I knew ahead of time, I still have, I still can't cast without a pot. And it's like, I, I don't, it's like, maybe it's a crutch. I don't know. But <laughs> cause I know I, there's clearly people out there who yeah. are, are doing stellar, stellar work yeah, without a pot. But it's like, I just can't, I was like, two molds in i was like oh, no, i'm done i was just like yeah. jumping. I was like um yeah it's like the that it was like a czar face mm-hmm. bootleg that i made and that was i made the molds without a pot they were fine and then it's like i started when i did get a pot i started casting the pot i was like oh well now i can't use these molds in the pot because mm-hmm. even though the mold's clean there's like tiny little like you get all these like they look like warts all over it mm-hmm. and um so it's like all right i'm just I'm just cutting cutting my losses mm-hmm. and um just get the get the equipment that'll get me to where i felt i needed to be yeah where it's like i could um there would be something a little fulfilling about kind of doing that 10,000 hours kind of thing of um, really focusing on like, how can I address this problem and actually like remove it without changing everything. So like I went the route of like, all right, just cutting it out. I'm just getting a pot and making my life easier. There is nothing that makes me feel dumber than like, um, to watch people do it without a pot and see how good they are 
and uh, DeMarc's toys came on Buzzard Guts, and he, we were talking about because uh, there was uh, I don't know if he does now, but for a long time he didn't use a pot, and it was coming out just clean. And he said, "Well, you just have to understand like how air flows and all that stuff." In my brain, I feel like I have a good understanding of how air flows. <laughs> but my my cast would tell you that I don't know what air is. And so like th- there's nothing that makes me feel dumber than when I have a cast and I try to do um if I'm like in a hurry and I'm like let's just try to see how this works. And of course it comes out like garbage. And so <laughs> yeah, it's like I I still have stuff like that that happens where it's like I'll I'll set something up to make a mold and yeah, like, oh, I don't know. This should be all right, right? This will be fine. And I'm like, ah, the pot, like the, yeah. the pot will take care of it. And it doesn't. Usually it does, but sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, all right, I like, I, I get. It's weird. It's like I I vacillate wildly between being completely overconfident in something I'm working on and like just absolutely demoralizing to myself yep. about like about like oh this is terrible i should just quit yeah. and just call it a day and just be like see y'all later it was fun while it lasted yeah <laughs> i have one thing that i love casting and um I, I sent some off for an art show and i like i have the mold and it was for some reason great mold got three good casts out of it and then that fourth one, it like had bubbles all over the place. I was like, what the hell has happened? And all of a sudden I couldn't get a good cast. And yeah. it's like, it doesn't help when I get a perfect cast because then my, my you hold that up. Yeah. Like, my pride yes, is like, I can I, do this. <laughs> yeah. I am the master. And then the next cast is very quick to humble my ass to like, no, you, you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. I, What's uh, what's interesting uh, at like your your pieces? It they looked clean from when I was looking at them, and then you get to the dinosaurs. I don't know how long the dinosaurs started coming in at like after you started. What, uh, three months, four months? Yeah, I, I, that's a good question because um, it might have been might have been March. I'm not okay. like uh, March or April. I was think was when um when i did that clever girl yeah and that's sort of where things clever like <laughs> took off yeah uh, where it's like like because it's like oh like i was i was making things that i like everything i make is something that i i enjoy it's like i don't want to make something that doesn't make me happy right and um so it's like everything is something i'd like but then that was like it was an idea I had for a really long time yeah. and I spent, there's a lot of behind the scenes into like spending all the time I spent to figure out and find the right parts and, and this, and that. Cause it's like, cause the one thing that I guess, yeah, pe- people see this when, when they see my work is that it's like, it's all sourced from, other toys like there's very little like i'll i'll manipulate a part or sculpt a little section to to adapt it um if it's necessary but almost all of it is like 
you can trace it back to a source. Yeah. And um, like I partly because I I'm not entirely confident in my sculpting skills that okay. I would I would I would love to um to just build something totally raw from the ground up. Yeah. Um that is a hundred percent mine. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts, but there's also something like that recognizability yeah. factor of like, oh, like people recognize that Jeff body on the adventure people or mm-hmm. like I so like I did the the clever girl. I went through like three different three or four different toys until I actually found one mm-hmm. that was scaled properly that looked close enough in line with with the rest of the figure that it didn't like it wasn't like this super amazing realistic sculpt with this stylized human body mm-hmm. that like kind of rode the line somewhere and like it actually took until they released the toys for the Jurassic Park movie that came out last summer um there was this baby raptor it's like that's it that yeah. there it is the perfect and, wrist size and yeah it's just like everything about it like it just like the hands were just the right size it's like i because i i experimented a little bit with trying to shrink things mm-hmm. didn't work so well i'm still that's that's a whole like poof, talk about a rabbit hole yeah that's a whole thing that i'm still working on and i'm still having trouble with it and I'm just like I'm moving on for the time being mm-hmm. just because I have, I have a lot of stuff I'm trying to work on at the moment. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to call it a day on that for now. I'll come back to it <laughs> later. It's yeah. like because there's so it's it's pure black magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it's just it's stumping me at the moment. And it's like I got to just step away from it for a second. But it, I tried it back then with the Raptors. And like it even worked in quotation marks is that's being generous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I lucked into this this little baby raptor that yeah. was just perfect. And so I I made the clever girl and like that post I made I was just like oh this is something silly that I made that I this is this is funny. Yeah. I kind of made it as a joke because this other friend of mine in this same circle of friends um Thursday night 7 p.m. YouTube live it's toys alive toys alive toys alive toys alive there's way cool artist unboxing no accounts under a thousand followers what? art out there for 30 bucks or less collector spotlight Ooh, current upcoming shows and drops Drop. giveaways Short chats with artists news from the hood <laughs> 100% indie, all the time. That's, That's Toys, Toys Live. Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. He's the biggest Jurassic Park fan I know. Mm-hmm. And um, very little interest in action figures to bordering on active dislike. Okay. <laughs> and so it was like, like I was like, oh, I'm, like, I'm going to make this this raptor figure. Yeah. For him, and he can't say no to it. <laughs> so, and like, and then that was sort of what 
kind of most people saw and that's kind of i i feel like i owe that like the the small amount of success that i've had i owe to that falling across the eyes of the right people yeah and it things just kind of went from there and then i was like i had made the carol i had messed around with that carol figure for a little bit um as well as the jeff because like they came as a set Mm -hmm. back in the day you this was even before i was around um that's the that's the crazy thing not to go on a tangent no those tangent adventure people yeah those adventure people are 50 years old yeah like yeah that's that's insane to me like mm-hmm. i i know like these toys have been around for a while and different action figures but specifically they're 50 years old yeah or just about i think like this the stamp on them is like 73 or 74 mm-hmm. and it's like so here's this 50 year old figure that still looks great. Yeah. And like how they still, hold that. Yeah. Like, how they are able to contain. Like they're, they're not. Yeah. And I think maybe what. What helps them is that they're so generic. Mm-hmm. That they're not. They're not tied to a time. Right. Like they're not. They're not a movie tie in. They're not. They're not a superhero. Granted, some superheroes have that timeless. Mm-hmm timeless like uh, like people are always going to be into things like superman and yeah. batman and like and the big guys that like for good reason but there's just these everyday joe schmoes and they still look great yeah but um but yeah so anyway to to go back to what i was saying it's like um i was messing around with that carol and jeff I was like this they they originally came as a set yeah and i made this clever girl I was like, well, there should be a partner to this. Mm-hmm. And the Jeff body is like, and I are like, I had been using him for the star Wars guys and which are fantastic. I, they, I honestly, I laugh at those every yeah. time I make them like they just, the head is so good. They just like it make fits me it. like, yeah. And I think part of that, it, again, to like, just talk about my, undying love for adventure people it's that that ball neck joint mm-hmm. that is like they're not just swiveling side to side it's like you can kind of cock to the side a little bit and like there's this like sass yeah there's this little bit of sass to them <laughs> and they're just great <laughs> so it's like i um yeah it made the the star wars guys so i already had some molds of of that body and then messing around, it's like, oh, that one of the raptor heads that didn't work for the clever girl, mm-hmm. the one I had tried to shrink it to no success. And I was like, yeah. wait, if I make, if I can like sculpt a neck for this mm-hmm. that that fits, like, I think this will be the right scale. And it was. And so it's like, um, so then I got the, the, um, uh what's it called the do you think he saw us yep that uh that was that was um goblin mob gave me that idea for that name that i was like i don't know what to call this guy and he's like oh if you're sticking with jurassic park theme like here here's something yeah and um so so yeah and they so they're the pair and like oh my gosh and then i stressed myself out working on the drop for those things i was like uh I stress I stress out easily in the workshop. I'm yeah. sure that's not that's not news to anybody. I'm sure everybody feels that at some point, but 
Uh, I get hard on myself. <laughs> I'm what's interesting about these dinosaur figures. So you sent me uh which one did you send me? The, uh, the, the pterodactyl pilot. There yeah. we go. So I get this figure. So uh, I just full disclosure when people see your figures on Instagram, it's not the same. I could tell you it's not like holding it, seeing like all the details, how you got this dinosaur vibe skin going, how like the shading like just get the piece and you'll see. Yeah, like you'll see it. Um, I like I'm always interested in the articulation of different things and then how people make accessories. You made glasses for this pilot that somehow like fit perfectly over that dumb like horn thing that pterodactyls have. And it fits so perfectly over the eyes and then not only that, everything is articulated with this kind of ball joint. Is that something yeah, it's that like, you're um, working with? Is that something it's you're... Like, so, yeah, the, the head on all these is that, yeah. is like, the classic adventure people neck joint. But um, the the other stuff is just little peg, mm-hmm. peg and receiver kind of stuff. Um, and it's the the extra articulation is like a nice side bonus yeah for it because that's not i like the articulation i like the kind of toy factor that it gives things but the the real reason that i've started breaking things down into all these extra parts because like that figure that 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 pteranodon that pterodactyl pilot's based on is just arms legs and a torso just Mm -hmm. five pieces but it's like I I added like the um took the feet and the hands off one to put the dinosaur hands on and stuff but took all that extra stuff off to cast them separately just strictly so that they could be cast in their own tinted resin mm-hmm. because I don't mind painting I think paintings painted figures are fantastic and it does add it adds a lot to a final piece, but painting as much as like, I like it and I hate it. It's, it's this love hate thing. And partly it's like, I stress out about the paint because if I'm just going to paint something and put it on my shelf here, cool. Like I don't have to work. I don't, I never think about it again, but I was like, if I, I, this was the thing I was stressing out so much with the, the clever girl and the, do you think he saw us was like, cause they, there's just enough paint on those mm-hmm. to stress me out. It's like, is this gonna, like, this isn't just for me. This is the, the, the goal here is for other people to have these. Yeah. Is this gonna, is this gonna make it to where it's good? Is like, how's it gonna go in the mail? Is stuff gonna chip off? And, um uh just i go down these roads of everything that could go wrong i'm like what what's gonna happen what's gonna happen yeah and so i was like if i can reduce there's no way to reduce it to zero. Oh yeah and no. so so if i can reduce it as much as i can mm. i will like it's it creates a lot more time in the mold making period of a project but yeah. then you save time at the end so that it's like, oh, I only have to like paint 
the little patches on his shirt or yeah. like the the pteranodons have a little bit more going on in their head like there i got into i kind of went down into like my mini painting hole mm-hmm. um with them but i think it like it added i that that head was i like that head it was just not as interesting unpainted <laughs> to me and so i was yeah. like ah fine all this talk about oh i don't like painting i don't like painting yeah it's like ah i like painting because yeah it really makes it really works but um by getting rid of that excess painting on the rest of it i can focus more on like those little bits where it's like okay that head really brings it up a level yeah and so it's like i'll spend more time on that when i can just pop a pop some feet into a leg, pop the leg into the body, boom, boom, boom. And now I can paint what actually needs to be painted. Yeah. And Um, like on top of doing that type of articulation, it's snug. So the arms like work well, the hands, like everything just works so well on that piece. And then I remember seeing, I don't know what you posted, but it's the back of your hand as your palette of (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. i just like how much paint was on there and i i don't know what the caption was it was like uh hopefully this works or whatever you posted with it and it, yeah, that, it, it was awesome that was a trick i learned from um another old friend of mine who um he was big into um what's the game D machine war machine uh, well, uh well D um D, but also um war machine it's it's not it's kind of warhammer adjacent it's like it's not quite as crunchy okay it's <laughs> okay. um it's still a full-fledged tabletop mini game yeah but it's i say this without ever having played warhammer but i in my head it's this whole thing that if that's what you're into that's what you're into but it's like, gnarly like there's yeah. there's not there's like in terms of like the expense required and the time required it's like it's it's i see it as a something like that but war machine and then there's like a sub like a hordes is another version mm-hmm. so war machine is like these um essentially like um mechs like that go around battling each other and then hordes is like organic life forms okay that are along and um I'm sure somebody listening knows more about this than me uh, because it's been a while since I played, but he got me into that game and I picked up a set of um, the Trollbloods was the the faction that I went with. Yeah. And they were just this army of trolls and all these figures come as like that classic gray injection molded plastic. Yeah. They're, they're fine. Like they're great. Like, Figures like that show up in board games all the time, and they're great. But like a tabletop game, tabletop minis, it's like yeah, you got to paint them. And so he got me into miniature painting, and that like the back of your hand is such a good like like to get that extra paint off. Yep. And like for dry brushing, like you get your you just you dry you get most of it out on your hand. Yeah. And then you're just just a tiny little wisp of paints left on your brush that you can just put that perfect little coat on on your figure and um i i haven't played that game in probably 10 10 years 
but again, I'll never, stuck I'll in never get, I'll never get rid of those figures. I, I have to dig them out. They're in, yeah, I think they're in my attic right now. I was like, I need to make a shelf just for those. And it's like I could sell them because people like, because there's people who like to play the game, but don't want to paint the figures. Yeah, then they can buy a painted art. It's like I don't think I could. It's like they're so like that I could I there's days and days and days of painting on those things. Yeah. And it's just like to get rid of something like that. I think it would like remove part of your soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a, a couple of friends that um, they saw that I was painting some action figure I'd made or something. And they were like, Hey, I have a couple action figures. They need help painting. Can you come over and like paint with me? I was like, sure, why not? I don't care. It's just a little figure. No, it was the mini figures, and I like I painted one or two and was trying to like just get the face. And I finally was like, I'm done. I'll never play Warhammer. I'll never Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I actually I I don't have any of those um the war machine things. They're but so I have small. a few. Yeah. These are these are just some D D minis that I painted. They're that, so um, insanely small. I, yeah, they're like inch, inch and a half. Yeah, like this for like fourth and fifth edition. So it's like they have to fit on a one, one inch grid. I don't, I don't know what the grid is, but I guess it could be whatever you want. But like the if you buy the material, it's not that big of a grid, and so you need something with a small base. That, yeah, um, fits and so like that's. That oddly enough, even though that type of painting takes more time, that kind of painting is what I like more. Yeah. Than just trying to like color something that's black, now color it red. Right. Or it's like because that's more like you're replacing something, and so like if it's not a perfect coat, it's that under the undercoat's going to show through and they, so you, then you get a primer and then you do this and then you seal yeah. it and all this stuff and i'm like what if all the what if the sealant goes away like all these things <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like like if that because i think one that i know of one yeah. one figure that i sent out did have a paint problem okay um guy was super super cool about it and i was like i was i was like oh, i was mortified but it's like oh no just like what paints do you use and i told him like i told him the paints that i use and he's like oh i have those he's like no big deal i'll fix it yeah and so it's like he was unbelievably cool about it and which like made my life a whole lot easier yeah but i think about that all the time like what if what if one of these things shows up to someone's house and it's like everything chipped off or like oh like yeah no matter how much i time i put into making sure that that doesn't happen i still am convinced it's going to (laughs) (laughs) i uh you know i always i fear shipping there is no rational reason Mm -hmm. as to why i fear shipping dove i don't know if you've like been able to talk to Uh, Dove. not not directly but um yeah i have i'm working on something right now that is going his way nice um he's a great um, guy yeah um and he always is like why do you fear shipping so much like there's no i have no rational answer like he uh is up in la area and i'm down in san diego 
I fear shipping so much that when I do something for designer con, I just put it just in my, yeah, I put it in my up. car and drive. <laughs> and it's like, it's the worst because the traffic sucks and like, there's no good reason to do it. And at least I get to have tacos with them. Yeah. Like, like I, other than that, I just don't have, it's such an irrational fear, but it comes, I think it comes from, I've had one or two toys just get destroyed. Yeah. It doesn't happen often. I, uh, it's, I've been lucky so far that that hasn't happened, but I've yeah. also, I've also kind of taken the, the position that's like, all right, I'm just, doesn't matter. Right. How short of a trip it's going. I'm gonna like, pack I'm the in, shit out I'm of that in, box. I'm in southeast Pennsylvania and it's yeah. like I'm an hour I'm an hour from Philly. Even if something's going to Philly, I'm gonna pack it up. I'm gonna put insurance on it. I'm gonna like like cross the T's and dot the I's and like do everything that I with that I am capable of doing. Yeah. To make sure that it's okay. Um I had um and I, like you're talking about driving, driving your stuff up to to Dove. Mm-hmm. That um, I did with with the Dino people. I I did something similar where it's like, oh, we were on on vacation for a week at um, visiting my wife's family. They live up on Lake Ontario, mm-hmm. um, right like 20 minutes from Canada, and we go up a couple times a year and in the before times we would always like take a trip take a day go over to ontario maybe go up to toronto and um like just because it's so easy and it's just like it's right there and and um it's one of like the best things that we get to do um um and last couple years we literally could not like like it was just off the table but this summer um restrictions had changed and if you had paperwork and you filled out some stuff you it was and it ended up actually being super easy to go it sounded like a whole bunch of hoops to go through and it was probably actually the easiest trip in like 13 years of hopping over that border yeah but um but it was right at the time i was i was shipping off all these dino people and i was like we were gonna go up and i it's like, oh, if I can remove a couple like long international shipments from it, yeah, I will because one of like there was one, it was actually the very first one that somebody picked up for me, mm-hmm. got bounced. There was a there was an address error, got bounced, went to Chicago looped around chicago <laughs> for like a week yeah came back came literally one stop away from my house mm-hmm. and went back to canada again yeah and then it it's that address error was never fixed so then it came back again it was like this two-month process yeah. of this toy just bouncing all over the place that thing probably logged like three thousand miles somewhere <laughs> but um but then I was like, oh, instead of dealing with international postage and and the risk of that happening again, it's like I I took a couple with me because I there happened to be a few folks in Toronto who picked them up. Yeah. And um, I was I just reached out and I was like, 
I'm willing to do this if if this works with your schedule. This day we're coming up, and I'm more than willing to to meet up with some people and yeah, and also like to actually meet people who like are interested in what I'm doing is like there's something there's something Special. to that too where it's like yeah. oh there's like a real connection here that um like people that yeah I, they like puts it puts something tangible mm. that it's like oh like there's this isn't just something that exists on the internet yeah like there are there are like each of us is living our own life and like we're all like this comes up all the time unbelievably generous group of people yeah i've been so like daily blown away with like how generous people are yeah in terms of like just somebody will just be like oh i heard you're looking for blah 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 for this project here here you can have it or um just you have a question here's an answer not gonna keep no one's keeping secrets no one's protecting like their process and like i've 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 had so many questions and i've gotten them all answered by some incredibly incredibly nice and generous people yeah and so it's like i i try if in the few times that that happened uh, where I'm on the inverse of that, it's like, I, I make sure to do the same thing where it's like, I'll tell you everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to hold like, cause maybe I'm doing things the right way. Maybe I'm not, but here's how I'm doing it. Yeah. And maybe this way works for you. Maybe it doesn't. And it's like, so it's, um, so yeah, it's just to try to. And so just, yeah, that sharing of information that, like human the human face like i know like like we with this now with like these podcasts and like these um these weekly shows and stuff that people are doing it's like you start to see the people behind behind the work but then like to actually like meet people and like have even like non-toy related conversations yeah there's it's like oh yeah, this is like this is really nice. <laughs> yeah, because there's I think there's more to like I, I think that I I I am nervous to talk to people that find their identity wholly in one thing. So if it's work or if it's family or if it's hobby, whatever it is, because there's so many facets to people that make you who you are. And so when someone like when they come on the podcast and we talk and there's just like, they start sharing like Sucklor came on. It was like a therapy session at one point and it was like, awesome. Like, yeah. Hey man, share away. Or when we go to designer con um, and just like, you're able to walk down. I don't know if it's called resin alley or whatever it's called. And uh, you'll see all these different artists that have booths and we're all saying hi to each other but like, and I heard you're going to assembly required. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you're I'm about very to excited like, about that. Yeah. You get like, to experience that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. that I'm like, yeah, that's all these things. Like I was talking about like these, a lot of little projects kind of in the works, like 
per I feel like pretty much everything I'm working on at the moment is geared towards that. Like yeah. just because I don't know what to expect. I've never done it before. Right. So it's like, uh, how much how much do you bring? And this that is like and and not everything like you cast twenty times, you're not getting twenty figures. You're no. you're like like I'm getting like I, I shoot I, for fifteen. <laughs> yeah, it's like like yeah, there's a there's a reasonable failure rate in there. So yeah. it's like so um so yeah, it's like I'm very excited about that. And like I was we were my my family and I took a little vacation at the beginning of August for um for my birth for my fortieth. We went out, mm. um, rented a cabin out in eastern Kentucky and um like an old buddy of mine who lives in Lexington came out for a couple days and um my brother and his wife came out and so it's like we were just hanging out for a week and um uh somebody I had been in touch with uh Mr. Dan. Yeah. Um he again awesome. one of one of many incredibly nice people. Yeah. And um around the time of the the dino people he we were talking a little bit and he one way or another it came up about like he's like oh you should reach out to um dustin and polly at earth kentucky oh yeah 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 and because like they they're like he's like they're incredibly nice people and like yeah. your your stuff might be a nice fit there and so i and i did that which is way out of character for me it's like i i feel so like i felt very weird doing it like i yeah. like putting myself out like like thinking to myself it's like who am i thinking that i'm like i have something worth putting in a physical store I'm like yeah this is this is ridiculous but um dustin's rad though but he's so nice and like yeah. like it ended up the only day that we were able to get up to covington was the day that they were doing the David Lynch show. Awesome. Um, but I went up and like, I got in early cause I was like, Oh, like again, like this whole constant feeling of like, I don't want to feel like I'm stepping on people's toes. Yeah. Like, like it always feel like just want to do what I need. Like, I just want to get out of people's hair. I, I hate feeling like an imposition and stuff. And, um, yeah. that's some, that may be more of me problem. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but he was he was super nice, like getting to meet him, and then like I bumped into some other people there, and like who like I've I've been chatting back and forth with, and it's like I'm I it ends up being great that that was the one day, like, yeah. Like any day would have been would have been perfect to get up there, but that it it just like things aligned in a way that it's like all right. I can only get here on this very busy day for them. Right. But like I was able to meet some other people and like network a little bit, just like, like legitimately like pleasant experience. And um, so like, so there's a couple, couple things of mine that the store now, and then with assembly required, it's like, there's like, there's a little more of a physical, like, physical presence of my stuff that that i'm yeah. looking forward to having where um people who might not necessarily be searching it out mm -hmm. can discover it 
which is incredible um, yeah and it's and you never know when the right person's gonna walk by because i do like we were talking a little bit like how i do pottery outside of this um we do a little there's a there's a decent arts community where i live and every june there's a tour where everybody opens up their their home studios to do this art tour and you put your stuff out and um but you just people have a map they drive around there's like 50 50 people at like 20 spots that you can can go to and um so my dad is also a potter and so like we we kind of do this team team set up at his place and i was like you know what i'm just gonna put some of these things out like yeah. this is this is no one's coming here expecting to see coming on video cassette they were star-crossed lovers in a western town. Oh, this western town so beautiful. Yeah, girl. Not as beautiful as me, though. Uh, okay. Suddenly call the police. There's a bad man around. I'm the bad man. <laughs> Evil laugh. What do we do? But he wanted to shoot them with the gun. Running down, underground. He was in a dive bar in the western town. It all seemed lost, and that's when, coming from the sky, huh? not a bird, not a plane. What kind of a bird? Because he's a chicken. It was chicken burger. Western hero. That's right, guys. I'm here to help you out. Hey, bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Time to get punched in the face. <laughs> it's an epic adventure like never before. Thank you, Chicken Burger Disco. Just doing my job, man. Available soon on video cassette. Like art toys. Like yeah. they're they're coming. They're they're coming. Like they're expecting like paintings, pottery, like the the stuff that that they see every year when they come to this tour because it's more of like that that style arts tour it's like whatever i'm just gonna put a couple out let's see what happens and there was so much like quizzical interest like people were like well what is this like what like talk to me about this like 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 they weren't necessarily picking them up and and buying them but they were really interested in what's happened and i did I did end up selling two pieces at this little Rad. little art like pottery setup that was like, okay, this person is probably these two people. Yeah, they're not searching this stuff out online. They're not. They're not tuned into all the different makers or the the sources of where to to get things. And but having like it in the right place like that like foot traffic of yeah. oh you see it and oh this is interesting yeah yeah sure i'll take one um there's like a a um i don't know if i'd call it an ethos or or what but there's somebody that um used to work for a long time ago he, he runs a, a wooden spoon making company okay. and um like cooking cooking spoons utensils and stuff like that and they do all the big industry trade shows around the country and this net and his whole operating procedure was gotta get into the hands of people Mm -hmm. like once once that thing whether it's a spoon a toy like when somebody's able to hold it and actually like 
turn it over and like as little barrier between the person and the piece as possible. Yeah. The it's not it's not a guaranteed sale, but it increases that quite a bit because it's like oh, it's not this thing in a box. It's not this yeah. thing in a in a solid bag. And then where it's like, oh, I, it's right here, sitting in my hand. Yeah. Like that that little if you can manage to do that, it it'll at least increase the chances that they're like, yeah, I'll take this home with me. And, Absolutely. Um, so so yeah, I think that applies to like anything creative, that it's like, where there's where there's work put into creating this physical object that doesn't really translate in a photo or a video where it's like oh yeah that like tactile like sensation yeah really like steps up like it, there's like something just very basic and and um I don't know, primal maybe seems like a dumb word to use, but that's the one that's coming to the top of my head. Yeah. Where it's just like it like triggers that it's like, oh, here, I like this. I want it. Yeah. I'll take it. Like it's it's uh, like a yeah. mental a mental thing. I think it unlocks something too, because we all start playing with toys of some sort. Mm-hmm. And so to find out that you can go to like an art show, go to you and like be a child again and ask questions about a toy and then hold it that unlocks a part of your brain that you probably haven't experienced in 10 15 years yeah and so it's just this which is rad i i um i don't ever run a booth at anything and so to hear that that is like what a joy to be able to see people pick up your work and be like this mm-hmm. is rad as hell yeah yeah like that like i with the pottery like that's that's something that like it's like a nine to five thing yeah and it's it's sometimes sometimes it's slow sometimes it's sometimes it's gangbusters but it's um there's something really nice about like standing there with someone who who it's like appreciates what you're making yeah and you know even if they put it back down and they walk away there's still there's still something valuable there mm-hmm. where like they'll talk about it it might they might be like oh yeah i used to do this like i like this is or it reminds me of blank or it it like like you said it triggers things where it spurns a little more conversation or or gives you an idea like i've i've gotten ideas for for work yeah that i want to make based on just those little snippets that happen like standing there talking to somebody about like my pottery or these toys or something and like so like like each little bit there's value to yeah which is so crazy um i'm stoked that you are going to assembly required didn't new experience that somewhere else yeah. What is for general porpoise? What is next? So you have assembly there's, required coming up. There's you're a working so bunch of stuff. So there was like um the today uh I 
I finally, after like, I probably, I think I mentioned, like, I threw away the the line probably like six, seven months ago. It's like, oh, I plan on having a website up in like a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, and okay, seven months passed. And it's like, all right, I finally yeah. got around to it. Um, but today I I launched a website for stuff, um, generalporpose.toys. Dot toys and is like the best like, ending. Yeah. Yeah. It, I stumbled across that too. It's like, because I... I used to have generalporpose.com and um, long story that doesn't need to be gotten into, but there was an issue and actually I, I lost a couple domains through like surreptitious means, which sucks. Yeah. But I was like, Oh, I've got to just go on up. I'll, I'll buy like.net or something. And it's like, Holy shit. Dot toys. There's dot toys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> like, I was like, oh, should I just do generalporpose.net or should I do generalporpose toy? Like, did I want to use toys in the name? Yeah. I do generalporposetoys.net. And then I was like, oh, it's right here. It's like yeah. dot toys. I was like, all right, just done. I'm buying it. Like, it doesn't stand for so, anything uh, weird, right? Like, toys. As far the- as I <laughs> It's not some like weird porn site like ending. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because um, but yeah. So I I bought that and like finally this weekend sat down and like I I finally put something together after yeah. talking about it for so long. Because um, one of the things that comes up from time to time is that like I'll be posting stuff I'm working on or like here here's a figure if you want it yeah message me or something and but some somebody will contact me like hey like do you have anything else like Oof, do you yeah like like what else like i'm like i like this do you like i might get it but what else do you have and because it's like the way instagram works it's like once once people see it they're not going to see it again yeah unless they go to your page and scroll through everything and all this. So it's like, I would be being like, Oh yeah, I've got stuff. Like, let me go down to the basement, take the box, take a picture and be like, here, here's stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Like, and so the main reason for finally getting off my ass and getting this site up is that, so the stuff that's like, Oh, it's a one-off or, or, Oh yeah. Going through my box of parts and I was able to make like a couple weird little guys that some maybe somebody's interested, maybe not, but put them up there. And then that's a way to be like, here, here's the stuff that maybe you're not seeing on Instagram. Yeah. That here's a spot for it. Um, and we'll see in the next coming days. Hopefully it works. Like, I think yeah. I configured everything properly, but, um, but yeah, so so got the website running, and the yeah, assembly required's coming. Got a bunch of bunch of things that I'm working on for that. Um, like three, maybe four new dinosaur people. Who knows if those get out? Of I'm here. not making I'm not making any promises that all four will yeah. make it, but at least one, hopefully two of them, if not all four. Okay. <laughs> but um, and then I'm collaborating with um jimmy folklore yep. on a piece for designer con that will be at the dke booth 
Brad. Um, it's a, uh, I, I don't want to say too much about it, but um, it's a character of Jimmy Folklore's design that I am casting. Mm-hmm. And then he has um, a card back designed for it. And so we're going to do 20 of those and get those out to Dove. Awesome. And so, and then I'm also working on, excuse me, a piece for Halloween show that'll be coming up. Um, that's big, like uh, physically large um, because just the way it, the rest of the way the chips fell was that it's yeah. like oh, the stuff that really tickled my fancy for like these are really cool sources these things are big I was like I don't really I've been sticking with this three and three quarter size yeah but I was like this is this is gonna be more of like a like a table piece kind of thing that um I think is very cool we'll see what other people <laughs> think <laughs> yeah so um. So yeah, that'll be, let's see, today's what, the 20th? That's going to be in like three weeks. That'll, I'll probably have some teasers out for that. And um, I'll wait until more information about that um, shows out. But, um, but yeah, so bunch of stuff in the, in the bunch of irons in the fire. And now it's just a question if I can get them all done. (laughs) Dude, that's so sick. I, um, so yeah, it's been so good having you on. I absolutely uh, love. Yeah, I've and and yeah, you you came to me. You came to me a while ago. It was like, um, I think I was doing that little giveaway for like the three thirty three, mm-hmm. like the third of a way to K, and like I I did a little like giveaway wheel, and I think you popped on and you you proposed me coming on here, and I was like absolutely like i had been listening to your show and like there's like i i still haven't quite gotten through all of them but there's too many piece them in when i can (laughs) there's too many at this point i generally just listen to podcasts while i drive yeah because it's i try to listen to them while i'm working on things but then i miss parts Mm -hmm. and it's like while I'm driving, it's like I'm focused. Like I'm focused on driving and listening to what's playing. Yeah. And like I feel like I get everything when I'm in the car. Yeah. And I miss things, and it's like there's a lot. There's so much in. There's so much good little nuggets of information in all these different episodes. It's like, all right, I don't want to keep rewinding and like. Yeah. Like, wait, did I catch that? Is that, is that? <laughs> so that's my um, yeah. So yeah, like my it, favorite. When way... you reached out, I was like, I. Was, super stoked and like um i've been looking forward to sitting down with you for a while so it's my favorite way to get to people when they like post a live or something just a comment like hey just put this on your calendar i need you on the show at some point yeah um yeah it's like very cool uh but before we close out before we do anything else and so plug everything and how they can get their hands on those sweet ass dinosaurs and everything any so, other interviews you've been on all that stuff so um so yeah there's uh um things that are coming up there's um there's a frankenstein show coming up that i'm gonna have a piece in there will be more information to that that forthcoming that's the big piece i was talking about um assembly required i'll be down in Asheville with a lot of um people who 
I think are way cooler than I am. So uh, <laughs> I'm very excited about that. And um, collaborating with Jimmy Folklore on a piece for Decon. And um, and that'll be at the DKE booth. Uh, a couple teasers to that to come. Wait until um, packaging and stuff's finalized for like an actual reveal. And then um, just working on more of those dino people. I'm, I've got uh, currently in the process of casting parts for a drop of the Pteranodon pilot. So no date set on that yet, but that will be within like the next couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Once I actually like see what's good and what's not. So that's coming. Um, the Tricera boss will be coming on his way. So good. There's a, um, a, a deep sea diver piece that'll be coming and uh, some kids. Yeah. Um, that some combination of those will be happening in the next couple months. And um, there's like two other figures that are literally just up here for now uh-huh. that, um, I see them in my, I see the completed version, but yeah. not prepared to like actually commit anything to them yet, but I've got plenty to keep myself busy and hopefully other people dig it. And if you do dig it, you can pick them up at general purpose.toys. Yeah.